The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Mighty, balancing your money and your time with your hosts, Katie Marley. You know, it's a common thought that we can never balance our time and our money. We run out of money when there are still so many days on the calendar. What are some of the ideas and tools that will help us more efficiently manage these two resources? On today's program, you'll learn how being mighty is the result of transforming one's life. One insight, one choice, one action at a time. Now, here is K.D. Marley, which is K.Mar and D. Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems. My name is D. Lee. Kmar is off today. I'm here with our guest host, Lynn Shrell. Today we are continuing to explore our focus on mighty gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. What are these really? They are ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. We really love to explore words and their meanings, their origins, how we can get them to, sh- to sparkle. Last week, we took a close look at the jewel of social connections and networking. Our attention today is focused on cycles, change, and transitions. The word cycle comes from 1400 Greek circle. The word change comes from 1225 Latin, Cambria, to exchange. And the word transition comes from 1545 Latin, going across. Maya Angelou had an interesting observation when she said, We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Are you swinging on a seesaw of change or teeter-tottering on transitions in your life? Living a hectic experience and existence can be easy um, to rush around, seesawing back and forth with changes in and out of transitions towards something shiny and new. Situations change. Life's events cycle around and through us, each with a beginning and an end. And if we compare this experience to nature's changing seasons, we can expand our perceptions and reorient our focus to fully embrace the choices needed for graceful growth. Within all of this activity, you are being constantly challenged and sometimes you're forced to concentrate on the present moment. You can discover how your ability to recognize changes and transitions as beautiful opportunities for growth, which helps to liberate your precious energy to sparkle in the here and now. Asha Tyson said, your journey has molded you for your greater good, and it was exactly what it needed to be. Don't think that you've lost time It took each and every situation you have encountered to bring you to the now, and now is right on time. Frequent changes happen in our lives. Some changes are welcome, and others are sometimes felt as inconvenient or catastrophic. Each transition begins with an ending from something else changing. 
How we choose to relate to the change is based on how we think about it, and this affects our feelings. Change is really related to a situation, whereas transitions are psychological. Transitions can affect a lot of people when they are related to a social advance or related to natural, dis national or natural disasters, or they can affect us on really a personal level. They can be voluntary if we decide to move to a new location, or they can be involuntary if something happens to us such as an accident or if we get ill. Usually they challenge us to grow, and we call those growing opportunities. We are often uncomfortable with making changes and going through transitions. A favorite way of dealing with things is to try to avoid them or not deal with them, and yet move forward with new beginnings with the hope of things being better. When things from the past have not been fully dealt with, we call this unfinished business, we can appear to stand still on a very busy freeway as life speeds on past. Don't you think it's kind of like we want things to change, but we don't want to do stuff that's different? <laughs> we just want everything to stay the same? <laughs> I think it's it's kind of a, yeah, it's a very um, easy way to slip in and out of the, the comfort zone and stay there and be also challenged in the sense of looking at the shiny objects, kind of almost like through a glass um, where you can't really touch it. It, it feels kind of strange sometimes. Have you seen that graphic where they've got two circles? There's a little tiny circle next to a great big huge circle, and the little tiny circle is called your comfort zone, and then the big circle is where the rest of you know where life really is. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when you were saying that it's a growth opportunity, uh, one of my friends calls them AFCOs. Another, mm -mm, another freaking. Not that word, but, you know, <laughs> I think we'd oh. have to be bleeped out, but another freaking growth opportunity. So it's like, oh, oh here's another app go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something that people sit there and they'll, they will give you that phrase and then they'll, they'll typically roll their eyes. And so it's rather humorous to um, experience that in certain situations because sometimes it feels like a normal event. And yet someone's feeling like it's it's not a normal event. So it really depends upon how somebody looks at it. Absolutely. If we can look at the process we're going through when we make changes or go through transition as like normal and similar to how nature rolls with seasons, we it'll probably make us feel better. Seasons go through stages and you know seasons don't happen just overnight there's usually a little seesawing you know between the old and new you know you have Indian summer and you know there's just there's a period of adjustments that's needed to get used to the changes and there can be feelings of um, being lost when we say goodbye to a familiar situation or relationship or process but really putting changes and transitions in terms of how nature season cycle rolls makes us feel better because we perceive a similarity of the patterns in order to deal with them. And, you know, our hectic lives, they're just the pace of life anymore. Many of us have just lost touch with nature. When's the last time you walked outside and had your grass, your feet on the grass, right? So, you know, to anyone living in a city or in inclement weather, that we often see as inconvenient, we end up rushing around in our day-to-day -day life. Um, but to someone like a farmer, rain is a critical component of, you know, existence. And really it is for ours too. We just, you know, we in the cities don't always see that. But, um, you know, the farmer knows that 
the rain is what brings life to crops and grass for animals and to graze on. And ultimately, it's an important part of what basically sustains their livelihood and really our lives. Nikki Giovanni said, a lot of people resist transition and therefore never allow themselves to enjoy who they are. Embrace the change no matter what it is. Once you do, you can learn about the new world you're in and take advantage of it. And, you know, that's part of why I think these shows on television that are all about, you know, the new worlds or, you know, ending up on some new planet or whatever. I think these are, that's what draws us. It's like, you know, we have that explorer's urge within us, but we just get caught up in the day-to-day. So, uh, that's a really, shiny object. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's yeah. shining there on the, in front of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that uh, in my work with entrepreneurs, that's what happens all the time is, you know, you get started on one idea. It's like, oh, but that's a good one over there. Oh, wait a minute. What's that over there? Oh, I'll try that. You know, it's like and, and yet it's that kind of curiosity that's really our life force energy and that just keeps us going and being on the leading edge. So it's kind of a balance. It's really a balance. But, you know, transformation is natural. We have to remember that without transformation, nothing changes. (laughs) So we're really, it helps us if we can take the time to reflect on how beautiful and amazing things are already around us, because these are the things that are going to naturally cycle through various phases and transitions. They don't stay in a constant state very long. You know, I read a book once that, uh, you know, that there was never any death you know, so everything on the planet just continuously lived and lived and lived and lived and lived. And pretty soon the planet was full and, you know, it started falling out of space. And you know, it was just <laughs> crazy, you know, because the trees just kept growing and growing. Like, you know, so you need to have these um, these seasons. You need to have these cycles in order for um, for nature to be balanced, really. So if you can stop and just observe the natural changes of the seasons – you'll see that they flow with a certain rhythm and it can seem really effortless. Uh, Every moment is a temporary happening because it has a beginning and an end as it always continuously moves in the next moment. I was um, hearing someone talk about the Big Bang and they said, you know, people think the Big Bang happened millennia ago, but really we're banging all the time. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Banging on something. Yeah. Yeah. Life force energy. It's always constantly being created in every moment. So when we're in harmony with that, we make the best of what we have in the moment and we know that it's a natural flow. But when we resist that natural rhythm, we can feel like we're struggling against the tide. And really, we kind of are. We're swimming upstream. Why would you want to swim upstream when you can just go downstream, right? Depends so, and we know perception. we're going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know we're going upstream if it's hard, like if we're in resistance, if things are just out of our reach. Um, you know, uh, uh, somewhere uh, I've heard someone say, you know, when you want to create change in your life, just put your canoe in the river. It doesn't matter if you need to be further upstream or downstream or if you're not, just go, just get in the river and then the canoe is going to want to go downstream. Just let it be easy. Why would you try to paddle your canoe upstream? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Mm-mm. so yeah, you want to just let it flow, let it flow. Change and transition are temporary states of natural flow. So when you look at your life, through that same perspective, that same lens of perception, we are able to gracefully grow. And how temporary each season is from a time standpoint, it really, it's, there's just a reflection of our individual state of mind. How we adapt to the patterns we experience and how we either accept or fail to recognize the opportunities from each season, that's what determines our quality of life. Mm-hmm. So as humans, we're in a constant creation mode. And, you know, it happens all the time. You know, I get really frustrated actually when things break down. It's like, are you kidding me? 
you well, are supposed to work forever. <laughs> we're, we're always expecting everything to work. Mm-hmm. There's a, a state of flow or state of um, something working or we depend upon it. So it seems like when something doesn't work, whatever it is, we get very frustrated. And then we're telling ourselves, I'm frustrated or I, this is not okay. There's not that patience of I'm trying to say, okay, well, everything has its, I guess it would be in that same level of each has its season. Maybe it needs to have a repair part. You know, like, um, for example, uh, last week we experienced one of our major printers that went on the blink and it, it overheated and what a catastrophe that felt like because that's our primary print machine. And so it, it, it's like, what do you mean it doesn't work? You know, it's, it's very much like we always expect it to work. So we're not um, able to shift into a gear to look for the, you know, things that we need to do to fix it or we're, we get panicky. So I think that's very much uh, common in, in our lives as we're so used to the technology always being there and working. And can you imagine if, if electronics don't work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when Mercury goes into retrograde, which, you know, look at the calendar, people. You know, when Mercury's in retrograde, that's your time to, you know, figure out what's going on with your tech, your communications. I, w- I used to get really frustrated and all these little things would go wrong, like what you just said. By the way, I overheat all the time, but I think that's something <laughs> entirely different. <laughs> I, you know, it's like I just got crazy about it until finally somebody said, well, that is life. And I went, oh, my gosh. You know, I was thinking I just had to hurry up and get all that stuff handled so that I could get back on track. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. That really is life. You know, maintenance is a part of it. That was a big, you know, that was a mind shift for me. Yeah, I was in line um, at a restaurant, a drive through restaurant a couple weeks ago. And they apparently had a, a short or something happened in their major electronics. So their ordering system went out on the blink. So it wasn't like it happened around the neighborhood or whatever. It was that specific location. And it was right at lunchtime. So here were all these um, people in cars, you know, pretty much single people, single drivers, and in cars lined up and they were starting to back up down the, the um, street waiting to get in there to, to purchase their, um, go through the drive through and it was very interesting observation of how impatient we get and how much, you know, the, uh, the assumption is that everything's going to work. And especially when you're hungry, here, here's this long oh, line man. of people getting very irritated. And people I would have stormed to, the doors. I would have been well, like, look out. <laughs> well, and they were trying to get out of line. So here they were in, the, in a line and, and they were in their car and then they got irritated and then they were trying to just jump out of line so it became a very chaotic situation which could have been a rear end or could have had something happening that people get in that mindset impatience and and uh it can be quite uh catastrophic well, yeah. You know, there's something called creative destruction. So uh, where things have to be destroyed before they can be created, like, mm-hmm. and you do it creatively. Um, you know, I, I kind of dabble in astrology, and one of the things that I kind of tease my Scorpio clients with is that Scorpios, if they want to redecorate the room, they blow up the house, and they go, okay, where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> so creative destruction. 
destruction can be kind of interesting. But really, it's like if we perceive the transition, it's how we perceive it. That is it a problem or is it an opportunity? And it's our perception of whatever that natural cycle is that really determines our experience. And John Wesley gave some really good advice when he said, do all the good you can by all the means you can and all the ways you can and all the places you can at all the times you can to all the people you can as long as you can. I so, like yeah, can, can, can. But, you know, really just, you know, show up, just show mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and let things roll, right? So if we, if we approach some of these situations with a different mindset, you know, being awake, watching what's going on, have some kind of um, ulterior uh, alternate plan, I think that's where some of this comes into that um, we're, ex- we're exploring transitions and change, which typically um, don't happen in an instant outside of some of these other events. So you, there is, is giving yourself a little bit of uh, breadth of um, being able to move within some kind of parameters, making it okay for yourself not to always be in total sync. Um, giving yourself time to actually be able to respond to something so you're you're not always up against the clock on somebody else's time frame. So it, it can be quite interesting. Uh, this is a good time to jump in and ask yourself some questions because transitions and change are things that people um, are up against every day, every moment there's there's something. So when we look at nature, um, because that's, that is around us, um, wherever we are, uh, there are different seasons and nature has a pretty predictable pattern. You know, the winter follows the fall, summer follows the spring, and fall follows the summer. Typically, things don't erupt unless you have some huge um, events happening in nature that we don't expect. But by taking time to look at the seasons that you're transitioning through, what do you feel like that you're transitioning? Or how do you feel like you're transitioning? Um, How has your character been shaped by different seasons that you've experienced? And these can be seasons in life. How have you been strengthened by seasons and how you've had to deal with things? And how have you been blessed? You know, there's a lot of... um, blessings that we need to keep in mind too that we go through and within that note we're going to take a a short break and we will be back and be blessed to continue our discussion on um, the extraordinary and ordinary transitions live up to your fullest potential This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves. And we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadiq to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time with Katie Marley. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to b-myte at b-myte.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're focused today on looking at the extraordinary um, and ordinary uh, transitions and change. And we were pondering some specific overall questions before the break, and it's really useful to go a little deeper into our understanding of each of the seasons. A lot of the nature seasons we can take for granted and just know that it's going to be rainy or cloudy, whatever kind of um, wind uh, predictions, what kind of um, wind speed or rain or uh, sunshine, whatever seems to show up on the weather, people look at the weather a lot. It's also a topic that people, uh, when they meet each other, are talking about the weather. So it's it's a common conversation, but do people really go any into much depth trying to understand what is really going on with that season. With um, with that in mind, there are different elements in the overall flow and the event and the harmony of our lives. Living in the northern hemisphere, we can start with winter as that is where we are currently. You look out the window and it's raining. Um, so you say, okay, well, I have to put a jacket on and I'm cold. I need to put mittens on or if you have snow, in uh, the the plan, you know, that also means that your time is going to be held up a little bit in different areas. So, in winter, it's really a time of self-reflection, and it's good to plan, re-clarify your purpose. It is a time to forgive yourself for any past mistakes and indiscretions. Winter is a time to look inside ourselves, and for most of us, this is not a real place we like to spend a lot of time. This is a time for introspection and exploring memories of the past. Because of our culture, we can find this a difficult season because we are active and busy from dawn to dawn, literally. And um, with this season made up of, uh, you know, if you look in nature, things have gone to sleep in a way. Um, there's stillness, there's silence and solitude that we would basically uh, typically resist the need to surrender, to slowing down, to look within ourselves. We're in the middle of a transition, not quite through with the past and not quite connected to the new future. This is a time to look inward, to spend time with yourself, to learn about who you really are. 
And by spending the time alone, you can listen um, to in insights that come up too. Um, you can maybe feel different things and write down in a journal so that, so that you can use this as a point of reference in the future. By taking a look at the transitions as an ending and a beginning, what opportunities are happening with both sides of this, this process? One can be looked at as a loss and also as a gain. You can meet new friends, visit new locations, and get more organized. So you know what my really acupuncture says? I hate to cut you, but you know what my acupuncturist just told me? That winter is kidney season. Is what? I was like, what? Kidney? Your major really? body organ? Yeah, because she said, if you feel like you need to sleep during winter, do it. Because that's when your kidneys are restoring themselves. And you'll be healthier throughout the rest of the year if you actually slow down and take a nap and just rest when your body wants it. Well, and that's taking the time to listen, which a lot yeah. of us don't take the time. So it, things get hot, heated, <laughs> and uh, over, overheated like our printer. Um, <laughs> you know, we kept looking at the code. It's overheating. What does that mean? So we look it up, and then we try letting it rest for a little bit. We start printing again. Well, overheating. No, it's not overheating. It was the sensor that was burned out. And so when something like that is um, technical, you know, you have to replace it in that sense that, you know, we called somebody and had someone come in and actually replace it. But when we're talking about our bodies, that becomes a bit more difficult. Not all. Well, could I replace that? I'm pretty sure there's a supermodel, <laughs> a supermodel's body that needs me. <laughs> I've always wanted legs to my neck. <laughs> and so we, tr we transition in and out of this. Um, but a lot of times we're not looking at the transition in the, in the, view of an opportunity, we tend to seem to flip into a negative attitude because there is change and change is not comfortable a lot of times. So when we look at, um, you know, the, if we take that, that opportunity to take the time or take our time and look for ways to find inner peace and solitude and, and flip it around a bit. You know, we, we talk about being on a seesaw or teeter-totter, which as a kid, I loved both because it was action and it wasn't always, you know, dependent. I mean, basically it could change based upon who was, who you're going around with. Um, you can be thankful for where you are at. There's a lot of things to be thankful for. You can look at your family, your friends and loved ones and emotionally connect, uh, take the time to do this. Um, slowing down is not a common uh, request by people. They look at it in a different way, or some people feel like it's a negative way. But really, if you have a an optimistic, emotional look at it, you can um, avoid procrastination and pessimistic feelings. Um, some people feel guilty. They they're fearful of change because there's you know new things coming at you that are that will put you out of your comfort zone. Um, people could look at things in a grief mode uh, if they feel a loss. And on the same token, look at the hope. You know, there's, there is hope. It's like finding at, at the rainbow effect. You know, maybe there's a pot over there somewhere. I we can transition that. through this season. 
I'm, like, I'm a little storm chaser. I'm like, what? Rainbow? Okay, I'll go over there. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, I remember um, when my son was four or five, um, we went chasing rainbows. And that was quite a wild ride. <laughs> you know, we were driving around a, a town that was pretty flat and the rainbow kept moving. So we were we were doing the rainbow rider point. Nice. Um, we can transition through this seasonal phase by asking ourselves, what has the impact been on winters that I have had previously? And really take some time to um, ponder you know, other winters being that you have experienced. And, you know, when you've gone through the transition, um, what did you learn about, um, about yourself, about others, and basically about life? How has that experience helped change you, you know, from, from that history? And then as we move from winter, spring is the time to learn, discover new thoughts and opportunities. It is a time for strategic thinking about where you are in the moment, where you need to expand your horizons, and what skills you need to acquire to be ready to achieve new things. During this season, you will be developing new skills and habits and social contacts. You could be altering your personal mindset. You could be expanding your knowledge, options, and opportunities. You could set goals and think strategically, tactically, and insightfully. You might experience different emotions as you move through this season. It's one that you know you can look at around in nature and look at all of the beauty that is just popping up everywhere. You can love, trust, it brings you joy and gratitude and appreciation. As you move through this season naturally, um, you'll build your self-confidence and believe in yourself. Take time to reflect and clarify what you want in life. You, know, you can reflect back to other spring seasons of your life and again ask as a review mode, what impact did these prior seasons have on my life? Take note, what did you learn about yourself, others, and about life in general? And how have they transformed me personally? And th this is the opportunity to really not just cons you know slow down, but to really learn uh, more about yourself so that you can be looking to the future with new eyes. Well, that kind of makes sense because it's like winter you kind of store up and then spring you sort of rebirth yourself. And by summer, that's where you're like, woohoo, it's summer. I'm out there. I'm going, right? You know, mm -hmm. it's, that's the one, you know, summer's when we usually focus on that as a time where we just feel like we're celebrating and we want to experience rewards and self-fulfillment. For me, I just love the heat. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so at least in the Northern Hemisphere, I don't know where people are listening from, but, you know, there are moments that we feel like we've achieved our goals and our objectives and we get to actually stop and enjoy things. So you might find that you, you know, during the summer, you might travel, take time for leisure, maybe network more, but in a different kind of way, it just feels lighter in the summer. And, you know, maybe you're taking some risks and you're, um, you're actually in action to expand beyond your comfort zone. You might find yourself thinking more creatively and more optimistically. Um, and, you know, it's just really about R&R, &R, rest and relaxation. And, you know, as you do this, the emotions that come up with that are excitement and passion, euphoria, 
that's the one I like. I'm just saying. Um, you know, but you might have courage because you're trying new things and you're you're out there doing. Um, you're in action, and that gives you confidence. And because you're expending a lot of energy during summer, you can easily overdo it. And you end up fatigued, and then you run out of time to actually accomplish everything you want to do. So it's always about balance. Nature wants balance. So. You know, we, you know, we humans can transition through the summer season more harmonically, you know, in alignment if we make plans and we're ready to put them in place and we have make choices and decisions that are thought out and we take whatever time we need to self-reflect and be awake and aware for experiencing new opportunities and to see when they're coming. So take some time to ask yourself the questions um, that can really change your life. What have past summers um, done to impact my life? How have I been impacted by summer? What have I learned about myself? How have they impact? How have summers impacted my personality? For me, I flourish. Oh man, I love summer. But you know, I'm also a fan of fall to up to a point. <laughs> you know, fall. That's a time to, you know, sometimes fall is where it's kind of, you see things are kind of ending, you know, you might have to deal with some problems and there's a quickening that happens, you know, there's, because you, you can almost feel it like when the kids are going back to school or, you know, but you might feel like, oh, geez, now I got to get back to the grind. I've got to struggle to get through some things um, or things might feel like they're falling apart and you have very little control when things fall apart, which is kind of, you know, destabilizing and you might limit what you're doing because you're just trying to like shore up things and you're trying to figure out exactly what's falling apart. <laughs> so, you know, in fall, I mean, that's kind of the winding down time. So old patterns are being broken and we're closing doors on the past and we're getting ready to uh, open new ones to the future. Um, so it just takes you know, figure out what you need to say goodbye to and then let go. It takes release. So surrender, go into how you're feeling. And during this time, you might want to avoid additional responsibility. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I have stories, but I digress. <laughs> so, but you actually might um, tighten or contract or even pull in your comfort zone. So it's like, okay, I can handle this. You know, I don't want to deal with any of that. I'm just going to do this. You know, and it's almost like you can see people hunch into themselves with sweaters because it's getting cooler. You know, we go from this blast of warmth in the summer and now it's getting cooler. And so we actually might feel a little more pessimistic. Um, we might we might feel like we hesitate on things and it's probably because we don't want to say goodbye to things. So, uh, and of course there are a whole variety of emotions that come up with that because anything, when you're pushed into that kind of change and you're doing all this release and, you know, finishing up loose ends and you're kind of, you know, fighting with stuff or whatever, if you're in, in struggle, then anger and anxiety, frustration, stress, disappointment, overwhelm. I mean, these are all natural. These are just responses to what's happening. And you could be in this season or phase if you have made ineffective decisions in thinking, you know, if you're, you might be a little bit out of sync, if you didn't capitalize on certain opportunities, or maybe you just didn't know what was happening. Maybe you just were kind of in a state of ignorance, right? Or you had limiting habits of behavior. So it's useful to think back on other times, you know, in your life like this that you got through to think, okay, well, wait a minute. How did I get through that? And how did that impact me? And what did I learn about myself and others and life in general or my business or my career? And how did such times where I had to um, contract and come in and release and, um, 
and or harvest. I mean, harvest happens and sometimes that can kick off a whole nother thing, right? So, um, you know, there's a positive charge to harvesting good stuff or maybe it's all coming in at once and it's like, whoa, you know, how do I catch all this? You know, you want to get it. So, um, you know, sometimes you really have to just sort of step outside your comfort zone and then surprise yourself with stepping into new places it can bring a lot of happiness. So it's really about being in sync with the, the, the statement that you're in, you know, or the, the, you know, what, what are you telling yourself in that moment? If, if you are clear on what you're saying, um, then you are setting your mindset toward that. So if you state to yourself, I am in a period of loss, you're going to experience loss. If you are stating to yourself, you are um, in a, a, a time when you're actually contracting your world to make it a little more manageable and you're having endings it's all about how you perceive it right mm-hmm. yeah nature you know the seasons in nature follow a very regular expected pattern even though the parts of the seasons can be sporadic based upon whatever the nature wants to do um, we have experienced this pattern each year and we can typically expect it to show up as it has in the past but the seasons in our lives, I mean, those basically, as we go through transitions from one set of conditions to another, we, we learn and we can grow, eventually experience rewards. The challenge with seasons in our lives is that they do not necessarily cycle in a regular pattern as nature's seasons do. We could experience a thrilling ride on a seesaw. A teeter-totter going from fall into summer into spring and back around. They can transition any which way. And depending upon our emotional choices and decisions, we could make a moment-to-moment decision process happening. And then it could be um, very quickly changed. So we have to take a, a few steps back and as adults we tend to dread any kind of change and transitions or people um, don't typically get excited about change we probably have forgotten how to access our basic feelings of curiosity and joy of our inner child I mean I remember as a kid sometimes things um, like my dad there was one event that I remember where my dad was up for promotion and uh, we would have had to challenge ourselves by moving to a whole new location. And we, as a family, bundled into the car and went on a, a, a weekend exploratory to the new location, drove around. And it w- didn't feel fearful. Um, you know, I mean, it was one of those where it could have felt very challenging and um, fearful, but I think the as a kid, you know, you're looking forward forward to new um, exploration and you're curious about things, but going through the process, you know, he was, um, he made the choice not to make the change. And so that was quite a, a roller coaster as we went through all of the emotions. Um, so transition and change happens in different ways. And is that like the five cycles of grief or the five steps of grief? Where you, what is it? Anger and denial and you know. Oh, and it's, it's like- it was a, it was quite a spread, you know. And <laughs> um, I just remember it being one where looking at all the positives and the negatives, you know. And as a family, we had four kids, um, all within two years of each other, and you know, it would have been quite a change. 
So it, it's really how you perceive it and uh, look around. With that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly. We look forward to continuing our discussion on transitions. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you living your dream yet? If not, then why not? Everyone has a greatness inside of them to achieve what they deserve in their lives. But how do you find the motivation to get started? Tune in to Your Authentic Life with host Susan Cranston. Susan's advice, along with expert guests, will help you improve your relationships, start or change your career, and achieve the seemingly unattainable goal. Listen live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time with Katie Marley. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to b-myte at b-myte.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're exploring the extraordinary in transitions. And as adults, we tend to dread change and transitions. And it's interesting when you have a, a person that you walk up to and you, and you start a conversation, what is the typical conversation around? Typically, it's around weather, you know, or some kind of a complaint about something. If, if you are, are taking notes of these things, it's very, uh, it can be very uh, overwhelming, actually, when you compare the number of people that you talk to, how many people pop in there with the same kind of complaint um you know what i think it's conditioning it is conditioning yeah Mm -hmm. because we're conditioned especially well i mean i grew up in the midwest i mean it's just it's the way you connect to people and when i work with my clients it's always about are you connecting through the hole with the little h meaning oh how's your hip doing oh did you (laughs) see the news right there's the the hole with the little h or there's the hole with the big W, like, mm-hmm. wow, did you get that? Did you see that miracle? And wasn't that awesome? And aren't you happy for her? Most people just don't do that. We're conditioned to look for the things that might hurt us or harm us. And mm-hmm. because of that, we connect through the little H, you know? Well, and, and with that connection, how do you feel? I mean, it's very, as one starts getting to be awake more and more with, you know, listening and actively participating in conversations and connections, 
um, and tap into their own inner feeling of, okay, if somebody comes up to you and complains, how do you feel? You know, how does, how does, what's your response? How do you support that person? Or how do you, it, it, if you come back with something that's very optimistic and participatory, that person almost feels like there's a jolt. They get jolted because they're in a different framework and here comes a new thought process that they're not in the mode of, of being able to respond to. So it's, um, I think a lot of our basic feelings of curiosity and joy that we've had way back, um, you know, I'm thinking of how it felt to be out of school for a day. You know, when you're a kid, if you get out of school because of a winter snow storm, um, I used to love the the ability to go outside and start rolling snow around and getting into uh, snowballs and making creations of people and animals and and we put together a fort so that we were able to have um, snowball fights and and you know these things are created with this white stuff that shows up. Um, the adults around us were always complaining and a lot of extra work and whatever. So as a kid, you know, there's a lot of freedom as we uh, move from season to season. And as an adult, when we explore the seasons and really understand what what goes into this, the work that goes on with nature doing the work, you know, we're participating at different ranges. You know, we change and uh, move around as we need to, but um, as we listen to the words that we use too, that's that's very interesting because it does affect us how we feel, and it can also affect our experience. Things change and people transition. Those are those are important words, and we need take we need to take the time to rediscover our identities as we go through these different seasons. If we are always rushing to the next shiny object, there's a lot to be missed. And there's a lot of blessings that we can cherish the experience we're actually encountering. When we experience transitions, here's a couple of suggestions on how to move through them. You want to make a good ending of what you were doing. There are always losses as you move forward, and they can be tangled up with emotions, awkward feelings to deal with. But don't abandon your past. You can say... Farewell as you move into a neutral season where you can reorient yourself. Transitions have the capacity to make you into a very different person. If you handle these periods well, you will grow. But if you don't, you could stagnate and possibly a lot can pass you by. There are certain periods in our lives when we are in transitions that we cannot force things to be happening. They just happen and things might not immediately straighten out for a number of reasons. Out of these in-between times come great blessings that we might not fully comprehend as we're going through the specific transition we are experiencing. So how do resilient people manage transitions? Transitions. I think resilient people really, they develop supportive relationships and these are relationships they can rely on, whether it's personal or professional at home or at work or whatever. And by creating them ahead of time, they actually experience fewer of the negative effects of high stress levels and they are probably healthier and they probably live longer. So that's one. And then of course, with my background, I'm also going to say, take a look at what's happening in your environment. 
make changes where you can and practice accepting whatever you can't change, but do what you can to make sure you're comfortable in your environment. And, you know, we're going to talk about that because I, you know, I'm going to get on a roll with that. But the other thing is to take care of yourself through those transitions. That's how you're resilient. You give your body what it needs so that it can take care of you as you're undergoing the rigor of transformation, whatever that means. So, and, and when you feel good about yourself and you appreciate other people, when you have gratitude, that just, you know, it really just builds your self-esteem. And when you're sharing compliments, you know, you're, it just makes you feel good to give a compliment. I don't know. I had the greatest day. I went through the grocery store the other day it was a really bad hair day. And I went in there and I just thought, I don't care if it's a bad hair day. I am going to go and talk to people. I smiled at everybody. I talked to me. I just walked right up to a guy and started talking. I don't even know. Somebody asked me for directions on finding a spice. I felt very domestic. It was very cool. <laughs> like, you know, and I walked out there and I was like, life. wow, the spice <laughs> of life, right? And then I got to the checkout and the girl goes, oh, she goes, you have two of these items, but only one coupon. She goes, I'll ring your coupon twice. I'm like, ba-bam. You know, it was like, I just won the lotto. It was like, awesome. So, you know, when you're open and you're flexible and um, you're, you're uh, you know, whatever changes come really can't knock you off your, your feet. You know, it's like if you are uh, a cross-country skier and you're in your little ruts and you're like, I'm going straight ahead, I'm going straight ahead. And then a big gust of wind comes and boom, you're like knocked down, right? Because you weren't open to the potential changes. But if you are open, you'll know that you're, whatever you're doing right now is a routine. It's kind of temporary because you can't always predict change but you can accept that it's going to happen and adjust as it occurs and just be in a flow state you know usually progress happens over time transitions happen over time keeping your concentration on the good things in life that becomes your north star that mm -hmm. helps you feel good about yourself and the life you're living. And, of course, it just improves your health because you're not sweating the small stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So you're taking control of your life. And what, what can you do to manage things through a difficult time? Find the good. Find the invitation. Find the step up in your next level of being that's actually happening and whatever is occurring. So there's resources. There's people. There's skills you can learn. Just taking time to understand all the possibilities helps you kind of navigate through what's happening. But really, and ultimately, your soul is yearning for harmony and balance. And of course, now we got to talk a little bit about the environment because that's a big one. You know, the environment around you will affect you. It's either going to support you or it's going to drain your energy. And so uh, I started doing feng shui professionally in 1998. So for me, this is like a, an area of passion. So you all might just grab your seatbelts, settle in because we're going for a ride. <laughs> Go so, for you know, really, you've got the five the system, Chinese uh, feng shui and uh, medicine and face reading, all of the Chinese systems are based on five natural elements. And those five natural elements are water, because all of life starts in water. And water is, by the way, that's the winter. That's the winter season. Water, then wood, fire. Fire is summer. Um, earth, and then metal. So uh, you want to make sure that your environment has these elements in balance because then your life is going to be more in balance and you're actually programming your environment to um, bring success to you because you're in, your, your environment is your external body. So if you want to go through each of the five elements, uh, I would start with wood or with water. 
I'm going to start with water because um, water is all about, um, it's the nothingness from which everything else occurs. And so in your environment, there's, there's, you can always tell a, an element by three things, either by the shape, the actual element of it, what it's made out of, or the color. And so water elements, those are uh, dark. It's like black or dark blue. Like think at the bottom of the ocean. That's water. Those are watercolors. And water is really helpful for release of things, but it's also about renewal. It's about things deep things like spirituality and um, and it helps with um, letting things go you can relax I'm a high water we waters we need to recline you know we need to lay around and when people come into my house there's not a lot of light I don't want fire right because I I'm a water person if I have too much fire it just sizzles me out so so it's like if you come in my house at night you kind of have to feel your way through it Don't get your own your shining light. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, um, water elements are like terraced shapes or free flowing or things that go down, like ferns, drapes, um, and of course, aquariums, fountains, images of water. Those are all water elements. Well, then there's also wood. Wood is the element of growth and creativity and things made of wood, tall things like trees, columns. Um, it, uh, the color green, um, and then earth, earth, or, or no, fire. Let's go with fire. We'll go in the constructive cycle. Then fire is candles and light and um, fireplaces and hot colors, red and orange. Animals are fire. Computers are fire. Then earth is all about grounding. Ground. It's about cr- protection and stability and security. It makes you feel peaceful and calm. You know an earth person because you walk in their house and they want to feed you. That's an earth person's house. It's all about comfort and support. And so earthy colors, browns and beiges and, and anything earthy. And then metal is all about mental power and vision, having vision, being sharp, being intelligent and sensitive. Uh, and, you know, the colors there are all the metal elements. The shapes of circles or half circles, um, anything that's got like a metal frame, a metal, metal color. So all of this, these are all different ways that you can look at how you are relating with your environment and the natural seasons of life. So the five elements were really, um, they came from the masters watching how energy moved through our space. And um, that is how they would say, the Chinese would say that the five nature elements, that's really the secret of life. That's right there. That is the cycle of life. And each element relates to a, a personality. It relates to tendencies, time of day, season, taste. You know, if you have a, a craving for chocolate at the end of the day, you need, um, that's the energy of sweet. And that's earth energy. You're needing nurturing. So it's not unusual for you to, uh, to want to do that. So it's just, oh, I can, I'll keep us here all day. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do a special on that. That would be a great added. I mean, that's that's like there's so much information in there to share. Oh gosh, yeah. That would be awesome. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, well, feng shui and understanding your environment—that's the key to life, right there. Yeah, because that <laughs> it it has to support what you're doing, and in exactly. transitions, that's helpful as you are moving through changes, is to have some of that support in there. Alan Dundee said, life, it seems, is nothing if not a series of initiations, transitions, and incorporations. That's truth. <laughs> I mean, that's a very dynamic 
statement right there. Thank you for being here today with us. Join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and experience joy as you seesaw into the transition of your weekend. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you for joining Kmar and D Lee for Be Mighty, balancing your money and your time. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Music.